Welcome to Pace Setters. Uh, today I'm excited to have Tom Swanson, Head of Healthcare Marketing and Strategy. Welcome to Pace Setters, Tom. Thank you, Venki. I'm looking forward to our chat. Let's, let's first talk about uh, your own background, Tom. How did you end up at Adobe and doing the gig that you're doing right now? Oh, um, it was actually a great journey. I, I came from a medical device manufacturer mm -hmm. where I was actually an Adobe customer for okay. almost as long now as I've been an Adobe employee. Um, and so you know, I had the opportunity to work with the Adobe tools and apply it in a highly regulated space, right? Mm -hmm. Prior to working at a medical device company, I was kind of a pure digital marketer, right? And I was brought over to help the device company kind of bring their marketing up to speed. Right. Um, and that's how I got ex exposed to Adobe. And when right. Adobe decided to formalize the healthcare vertical, I was actually the first employee that Adobe hired to help kind of get this thing off the ground. Fascinating. Yeah. Digital transformation, uh, Adobe in healthcare and digital transformation. So uh, our common intersect really is healthcare. And I want to really get your perspectives on uh, where you think the healthcare industry is from a digital transformation perspective. Uh, I just want to get your views. I think by and large, um, the healthcare industry is still kind of nascent mm -hmm. in, in just beginning the journey into digital transformation. Now, of course, you've got some leaders, right, that kind of saw what was coming a couple of years ago when, when, when the pandemic hit, right? Because right? what the pandemic did was essentially take a very laggard industry where digital uh, engagement was concerned and forced us into engaging in the digital channels because we could no longer engage in kind of the face-to-face -face way that we used to. You know, hospital facilities were limited to chronic conditions. Uh, it, you know, health clinics were closed to foot traffic. Mm -hmm. um, and so as healthcare consumers, right, we're still looking for ways to manage their healthcare. The first place they turned was to digital because that's what they were used to right. for retail and travel and hospitality and all of these other industries. And so the thing that was interesting about that whole dynamic was as consumers turned to digital channels, they brought with them the expectations of what a good digital experience is going to look and feel like. And, right. and those expectations, right, are kind of why I say I think the healthcare industry is at the very beginning stages. Right. Because, yes, healthcare is using digital channels. Yes, healthcare has started using data to personalize experiences. But this whole notion of putting the customer of the, or the consumer in the center of a digital engagement of course, they're the center of the HCP, you know, to, to patient engagement. Mm -hmm. But putting the customer and customer expectations, customer demands in the center of digital engagements is where I think healthcare has just started and really needs to get to. Right. Now, Adobe is, uh, you know, all about experience-led growth. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the state of the market from a customer-consumer experience in the healthcare market, sure, you said that it's at its infancy, uh, and you know. Uh, well, if there's any indicator, it is the fastest growing industry vertical right. within Adobe. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, two or three 
fold. And I think it's a function of the fact that the industry is finally ready for what Adobe brings to the right. table right. because consumers have finally said enough of these bad digital experiences, right? This is right. what I expect. And if I don't get it, I'm going to go elsewhere. Right. And so health legacy healthcare companies are finding themselves having to compete in arenas where they've never had to compete right. before. And they have a very short window in which to kind of get up to speed, right? Because one of the things that, um, I mean, is either particularly exciting as a consumer or pr particularly disturbing as a legacy healthcare provider is all of these kind of non-healthcare um, companies or tech companies getting into the marketplace. Right, right, I mean, right. if you think about it, healthcare represents l roughly one-third of the gross domestic product of, mm -hmm. of this country. Um, and I think we would all agree that the vast majority of the money that's spent in healthcare is not spent particularly efficiently right. or effectively. So no wonder there's so many companies thinking, well, I can utilize technology, get into this and get my half or get my piece sure. of that, uh, that financial pie. And the fact that there's such a gap between consumer expectation and what legacy healthcare companies are delivering is where the disruptors have an opportunity to right. play. And I don't think it's any any coincidence, right, that the likes of Google and Meta and Apple and Amazon are all investing in healthcare right. opportunities or healthcare right. technology. I mean, heck, even Best Buy, right, is getting into the, mm -hmm. the medical device business. Sure. Right. So the merging of or the blurring of the lines between retail and healthcare, I think, is a significant factor mm. in the, the growth of uh, the marketplace. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more with you, Tom. And uh, frankly, our own experience is that um, Adobe within healthcare for for us is is one of the fastest growing segment, which is why we're really betting big on Adobe because not only are they obviously a natural leader from a cloud content data manifesting into the products that healthcare players offers into the market, they're also deep into personalization, which is a, a big segment that is normally uh, not seen in the healthcare world Correct. as much as one has been uh, used to in the retail world or the transportation industry etc so let's let's talk about personalization and i know it's a it's a it's a topic that's very close to your heart so yeah. uh, how do you how do you think about personalization in the context of healthcare and uh, how do you see the future uh, unfold well i mean personalization in healthcare is tricky mm -hmm. right in that like I said, healthcare consumers are kind of demanding, right, a degree of personalization. Sure. And healthcare organizations typically have been very reticent to utilize data in order to personalize, right? So personalization um, of digital experiences really boils down to three things. Data, right, and then using that data to kind of generate insights into your customers. Mm -hmm using those insights to determine what content should be served up to them, right, based on the 
digital cues that they're giving you regarding what they're searching for and what content they consume, how long they stay, you know, do they share it with somebody? Those are all mm. data points as to what you should be serving up to them. And then being able to orchestrate delivery of that content across all of the channels where uh, your customers are already, right. right? So, and then as that content is consumed, you're in those channels, you're collecting more data and you need to be able to utilize that data in real time, right? right to further refine, right? The experience that your, that your customers are getting in terms of, of personalization. Now, healthcare is certainly not lacking data, mm-hmm. but what healthcare is lacking is the courage, <laughs> if I can use that word, to use the data in a compliant and appropriate way, right? And so you asked me kind of where I thought personalization plays. I mean, I think personalization is essential, right, for legacy healthcare companies to continue to compete with these disruptors that are coming in. And as healthcare consumers become more and more proactively engaged Mm -hmm. in the management of their care, personalization is going to become a bigger and bigger deciding factor of whether they continue to do business with uh, doing agree, business with. In, in fact, uh, my view is that particularly health plans uh, historically have been benefit administrators, but over time now they're beginning to graduate into what we call as care orchestrators uh, into whole health system. So the future horizon is all about whole health. And within that, what you're really talking about is personalization at a whole health level. So I well, and more with you. Increasing that level of engagement. Right. right, because from a whole health perspective, that's something where healthcare consumers are far more engaged and far more proactive than they ever have been. Where, you know, kind of the legacy model in healthcare is one of kind of episodic engagement, right? right? Where you only engage your doctor or your mm-hmm. insurance company when you have to, right? Right, and now you're seeing the evolution of where consumers want to be engaged with their ecosystem, right? Including doctors, insurers, Mm. pharmacists, pharmaceutical companies, medical device companies, whatever it might be, anyone who's providing care, they want to be engaged with them all the time, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, receiving educational information or asking questions, Um, you know, the fact that you have so many channels available to you now for interaction, Mm -hmm. It's not no, no surprise that the consumers are actually taking advantage of that. Right, right. The the disconnect is actually making sure that as a healthcare company, you're in that channel, serving up the content that your your customers want to see. Sure. Right now, I mentioned um, kind of a reticence to use the use the data. Right. The thing that's I, I think a, a bit of a you know discordant um, within healthcare right now is consumers are saying. I know you've got my data. I want you to use it to better serve me. And so healthcare companies are finding themselves in the position of having to do something that they're very uncomfortable with, right? Which is utilizing that clinical data to actually build a comprehensive profile of their customer. And if the customer is giving you consent to collect and use it, they're telling you, use my data. And so I think that's one of the things that we've got to see is these healthcare organizations be uh, purposeful in explaining to their customers what data they want to collect, 
how they want to use it and for what specific purpose. Right. And I think they'll be surprised how willing consumers are to grant that consent. Right. I, you know, great, great insights, particularly around personalization and how uh, with the right consent, with the right, within the right regulatory framework, uh, there is a clear need for leveraging data of the member to serve them better. So Correct. I agree more with you. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, to be honest with you, that's where um, a partner like Infosys and, you know, the development work that we've been doing in Adobe really comes into play, right? Right. Is how let's give you kind of the tools, but also establish the governance boundaries and establish the guardrails so that you can manage what data you've got and for how long you have it and who has access to it and how it can be used in whatever particular program. Right. Um, and having... You know, the expertise that Infosys brings to the table and the, uh, the expertise that Adobe has developed over mm -hmm. the course of years in building our HIPAA-ready tool set, I think, is where we can really help sure. these folks get over that hurdle of using the data that they have at their disposal. Which is a good segue for my next question on uh, AI. We heard about next generation launch of CDP. We heard about uh, Firefly. Mm -hmm. We heard about Sensei. You know, uh, help me. You know, any early thoughts now? Uh, how do you see it in the context of healthcare? Well, I mean, I know AI is a big topic in healthcare, and you and I have talked about it before sure. about yeah. its application in kind of uh, DNA-based, kind of directed pharmaceutical yeah. development, right? right. Um, in my part of the world, right, where we're talking about personalization of, of digital experiences, I think AI can play a critical role in bridging the experience and resource gap mm -hmm. that a lot of healthcare companies, they don't have data scientists, yeah. right? They don't have typically a team of marketers that's determining what content should be served up when, mm -hmm. right? And the fact that uh, Adobe applies the Sensei uh, algorithm to the, the data points that you're collecting, right, in order to generate customer-based insights. And then Sensei can recommend, here's the content you should serve up, mm. right? And then based on how that content is consumed, here's the next step in the journey and the next step. Um, and all of that can happen in real time as a result of the AI, as opposed to collecting data, putting it in a box, mm -hmm. letting the data scientists go through it, and then come back with recommendations weeks later right. when that data is no longer relevant. Right. right. So I think AI, as in any business, right, has a unique opportunity to really drive speed and efficiency when it comes to determining exactly how to build a personalized experience. Very, very exciting times ahead. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing your uh, thoughts and insights. And uh, I, I completely agree with you. I think this is a super exciting time to be a healthcare consumer, which is what all of us are. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much, Tom. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's the end of this edition of uh, Paysetters. Tom Swanson from Adobe.